Hello and welcome. This is A Plus News, and this is Richard, your host, uh, podcaster, whatever you want to talk, call me. And today is the 24th of August, a Monday, and I hope you're all having a good Monday. I, I am. It's pretty warm outside here in Utah. Uh, which is located in the United States for first-time listeners. Um, And uh, we have had a lot of forest fires on our west coast, which is in California. And now we're getting some couple hurricanes that are coming in just to the, I guess, southeast of us uh, in Louisiana and Texas. Two hurricanes are a bit unusual. Um, so we hope that things are going to be going okay there. Um, we're going to be, we're going to have a great show. We're going to talk about communication, which we started yesterday on not just any communication, but online communication, which is something that, uh, schools, uh, businesses, uh, businesses have been doing since the beginning of the pandemic. And, um, whether you're in the United States or in another country. By the way, we have uh, individuals or families from nine different countries who uh, are joining us. And so the applications that I'm going to tell you about are communication applications that should reach to everyone. We're going to give it a try and see how it works. let me just uh, uh, help you to understand. I, I am, I have a master's in, uh, in social work, clinical social work. So I uh, have, uh, I've had a 25 year marriage with three wonderful sons. And um, since that ended, I'm spent 10 years of communicating online basically to find another partner and through dating apps and uh, it's it's a challenge it's been a challenge and then COVID came and um, believe it or not I am engaged in to a beautiful woman uh, we're from uh, California and uh, we plan to get married in New York. So it does work. Online communication can and does work. That's just my, um, whatever you want to call it, testimony or whatever. Um, Before, and I mentioned a little bit of the history of the communication of man yesterday. Um, there are several things that we miss that were when you go to online communication and, you know, including text. Many of you are familiar with text uh, already. And some of you may be doing it right. Some maybe could use some improvement. But uh, I'll give you a, a good example today. Um, what something should look like when you first meet a person 
and whether it's you're working for the same company, you probably know each other from from uh, before COVID. If you want to get to know new people, you want to start a new social circle uh, while this pandemic uh, continues, which, as you know, in my opinion, this is uh, always going to be a, an issue situation where we might need to continue to distance each other but the great thing is that we can the world is smaller uh it appears smaller as you know that you can talk to people in africa um at least i do i have a co-worker in africa who i met uh online she's a social worker we're going to be working with uh, some caseloads that she has um all right so if you have a piece of paper handy now's the time to go get it and pencil um pen and i'm going to uh, give you a few applications that you can write down to see if you're able to download these now some you can download them on your phone and then some you can download on your computer also uh, I've noticed that there are apps that uh, don't always go both ways I mean you can you can download it an app on your cell phone but it, it won't download on your computer for, for some reason um, so uh, take a little break here let you go get something to write on and we'll be right back. Okay, and welcome back. Um, podcast such as this are always recorded, so you can always pause and go back and re-listen to something if you feel like it. <clears throat> okay, um, the first difference in communicating by, you know, standing across from each other or and this doesn't mean if, if it's a new individual or someone that you've known, this applies. But uh, there are advantages and, and, and disadvantages, of course, as you would guess, to uh, going just to online texting or communication. But some things you'd be surprised are the same. For example, um, I have a book, excellent book, I'd recommend called Hormonal, and it's the story of women. Uh, it's an accurate uh, read on um, by a Helen Fisher and a Marty Hasselton, who's a PhD. Um, I get, oh yeah, it's, Helen Fisher is the one that has uh, um, recommended it to. Now, Everybody has a hormonal cycle, male, female. Um, it's usually related to when, when you think of hormones, you think of women and you think of PMS and and the, the male is kind of out of the picture, but, um, but it's, uh, it's, it, Males also have hormones, and, and, and these hormones, whether you're male or female, are uh, excreted 
in um, various, it's, I, we're not sure it could be excreted in the sweat, um, but it, it is uh, uh, excreted. And it, it does make an, uh, a difference as far as communication. Um, that something that, like I said, we don't really talk about. The, the men, we have, and uh, uh, women, you, you, we deserve as men to, to be accused of not understanding um, female hormones, which uh, particular are also, you know, known as a, a time that uh, the woman is having a, a period or population, um, and also um, it's known by other means. Um, but that particular hormone uh, is also uh, heard in texting and on online communication. Um, and when I say that, it is an attitude that I'm talking about. It is a state of mind. So if you can think of all your past or a couple past relationships, which you have in person, um, even your spouse, that's uh, a, if you take everything away, uh, I mean, as far as the side and the situation where you're at in your house or whatever, you, you remember some conversations on the phone. Um, the uh, mind or the brain is still uh, decimating and recording and, and trying to figure out the words things, proper words to say and to use in response to, say, a male counterpart or even a, another female counterpart. So it's um, hormones. Uh, check that off. That's actually not going to change much. Um, you may think, wow, um, I can text someone and, and they won't know if I'm on my period or not or something like that, or they or as men, you know, we, I'm having a bad day, and I, I'll text someone and I'll, and I'll uh, cover up my feelings. Uh, I can I, <laughs> I can identify my feelings as a man, but um, that the, the issue is is with the brain, and if we close our eyes and try to imagine someone uh, that we're talking to, that particular visualization is extremely important and it occurs in most all conversations that we have either online or on the telephone um, and it may be something that you're not aware of all the time but it's something to become aware of you may be trying to think about how that person looks what their hair is, how their hair is styled, and all the way to what their environment may look like. So that is a um, um, 
like I said, it's 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 an important part of the uh, the brain. Um, we have a book here that you might be interested in. How uh, it's called the Upright Thinkers. It's be it's by Leonard. And now I'm not gonna pronounce the last name. I'll just say I'll just spell it. It's um, M L O D I N O W. And uh, this is kind of a well, it's it's scientific, but it's it's easy. It's it's an easy read. This is in paperback. Um, it's. Like I said, it's entitled Upright Thinkers, The Human Journey from Living in Trees to Understanding the Cosmos. And um, it goes back to homeo, when we were what we were called homeo babilis, and, or so-called monkeys, if you want to uh, simply say that. Um, but one thing, you know, I know in the first chapter that it talks about is our drive to know so as mammals we have this innate uh, desire to be curious and that is the kind of the spark to what has caused us to eventually become more educated um, up to now you know the things which we know come from the drive to obtain more knowledge and understanding. Um, so uh, it's, it's uh, you can think of it more as a, something that can be manipulated and, and is manipulated for, for survival purposes. And that to me is that part of uh, evolution. Now, it doesn't matter if you're, you know, your, your, your personality is going to come out in your language. And uh, like you, any paper you've written at school or if you write in a journal or if you're, if you're brand new to writing, it, you'll find that there are certain words that you use more than others. And um, uh there, you might use uh, uh, you might not use the correct language, you know, participles and nouns, and put them in the right place. But that's not what is that's not that important as we casually communicate to each other. So this this uh, to the texting and the online. Uh, work is it's a it's a casual um, and should be a enjoyable relaxing uh, experience uh, and because it's new it should it's going to cause some anxiety and things like that um, okay so uh, I can give you the names and authors of any of these books that I mentioned um, plus more suggestions as we go on here. So in the next uh, section, I'm going to, we're going to be going over a few applications. And so I'll be right back.
Okay, and this is A Plus News, and this is Richard, and I'm back. So if you have had a, a few minutes to get a piece of paper and something to write uh, these applications down, these are communication applications, um, I invite you to do so, and well, we can try, I'll try them, you can try them out with me or, or your friends. Um, let me give you the first one. Um, okay, this is, uh, if you could hold on for just a second. I'm uh, kind of testing this one out. It's called Hangouts. And Hangouts is, that's H-A-N-G-O-U-T-S. It's Hangouts. And, um, okay, so there's this little beep once you start a call. Now, it has the potential of doing a video app call or a sound call, soundbite call, which I'm, which, uh, now that beep is, is it ringing? And, uh, that's my friend in Africa. So, so the, the, she's telling me that her, um, Signals kind of impaired where she's at, so and that, that makes a big difference. But Hangouts uh, usually uses, uh, you know, uses Wi-Fi. You don't have to use, oh, I definitely suggest Wi-Fi. Don't use your data. Uh, if, if some of you, I believe, are familiar with the fact that you can use Wi-Fi instead of data, I save my data for emergencies. <clears throat> so um, let's see here. If you want to give it a try, wherever you're at in the United States or um, uh, you know, in another country, you're welcome to, to give it a, this uh, Hangout to try. Uh, you will need... Uh, the individual's number, telephone number that you're trying to call, and I'll, I'll I'll give you mine right now, or I'll give it. I'll note it on the description. Uh, if you want to try me now, it's it's a, a, anyway the the country code is one, and then area code, and this is the. United States, area code eight zero one, and then the number, my number is uh, um, oh boy, let's see, you get these. Um, hang on. Um, hold on, let me just see. I think I got a check something here okay i'm just reading the um 
the Hangouts uh, directions here, just to make sure that we're on the right track. Um, making sure the phone number will work. Let me keep checking on that. Okay, so so I don't I don't want to give you instructions that aren't going to work. Okay, so um, okay, so write the next one down, which is Zoom, Z O O M. Now, Zoom is used in the United States for meetings, and I know that outside the United States, such as the UK, that it's used also. Um, it can be downloaded, I know, in, in Africa. Um, so it's pretty a broad application. It can, uh, what, what it does is it divides the screen up into how many callers that are on the same call. So if you have just three, uh, what will happen is your camera, if you let it, will go on and it will show you, you know, sitting there. So comb your hair. And uh, then you can go ahead and exchange verbals across from each other. There's no additional you might have to speak up if you don't have an external mic, but uh, there's there's really nothing more than that. It's they, they've tried to make these apps as simple as possible. Now I'm not sure which ones the schools are planning to use. I, it's a form of Zoom. I'm uh, I'm going to guess, but when you do a Zoom call, you will need a code. And the person that gets the code is the host or the initial or the first person that opens up the meeting. So I'm going to give you a Zoom code. And you can give it a try because this code will be good as long as I have my um, computer on. And uh, so you'll open Zoom. And it'll give you a option to start meeting or uh, um, Okay, so let me just make sure I get it. Okay, so there's two things you're going to have to know. A meeting ID, the identification, and a password that you'll be asked. And that is initially given to the host or the person that begins the meeting. Or you could say the boss, usually. Okay, so... Write these, this meeting ID down, and you can test it out with me. The meeting ID is 374-078-7812. That's, uh, I'll repeat it, 374 Oh seven eight seven eight one two, and it will ask for a password. That password is five lowercase c lowercase g lowercase a lowercase c lowercase a. 
and higher case s five c g a c a and then s that's the password so i'm going to be keeping it's on right now on my i have two computers so this one is on in my on my second computer i'm doing my i'm talking to you on my on my first computer so so this will be on so you want to try me the next several hours i'm, I'm going to leave this on i want to give it a try um let's see okay so uh Okay, so she's uh, my uh, partner in Africa. Just text me on Hangouts. You can text on Hangouts. And she told me that uh, she was thinking that it would be best to use the Wi-Fi at her work because the network is bad where she is located. So uh, that's a good idea. Okay, so that's that's uh, two. So hangouts, I haven't picked that out yet. Um, there's one that's been around for a long time, and that's Skype. I have, I have to be honest, I've never uh, had a Skype call before. But it basically takes uh, your Skype. You give someone your Skype ID. And uh, I mean, you just share with, you, uh, with each other the Skype ideas, I believe. Um, I know what my Skype ID is, and I'd be more than happy to give it to you there. It's, uh, well, uh, it says that I'm active on Skype. And, um, it may just be the phone number, so I'm going to give you my my phone number. Um, it is uh, 1-801, that's the area code, 390-8218. Let me see. Try that on your Skype. Um I thought it took a separate code, but I don't have it. They may have made it easier, hopefully they have, for people to Skype. Skype, basically the same thing. You've got one camera. Um, I think it's just between two people. I'm not sure. If they may have... Uh, um, uh, I may have uh, fixed that. So uh, that's my Skype ID. I've got my Skype ID or my Skype on. On my cell phone, I have Zoom on a computer. That's that's on. So if you want to try any of those out. And... Uh, uh, Let's see. Huh. 
Well, you can try it on uh, using my number to reach me on uh, that telephone number on WhatsApp, too. That's W-A-T-S-A-P-P. Some like Hangouts run on a, um, your email, my email. Give it a try. I, I'm here. So let me, uh, let's go for just another little break here and I'll be right back with the, with the world news. Okay, and welcome back. This is A-plus news. Let's check through our artificial, artif well, I call it artificial intelligence, Google's artificial intelligence. Let's check out the world news. Hey, Google. Can you tell us the world news, please? Here's the latest world news from DW News Brief at 1 p.m. today. This is DW News, and these are our top stories. The German hospital treating Russian opposition figure Alexei Navalny says it has found evidence that he was poisoned. Navalny collapsed on a plane on Thursday after drinking tea that his team believes had been laced with a toxin. He was flown from Russia to Berlin for treatment on Saturday. Russian doctors insist they found no evidence of poisoning. German Chancellor Angela Merkel is urging Moscow to investigate. 100,000 people rallied in the Belarusian capital Minsk on Sunday in defiance of a ban on demonstrations to demand the resignation of hardline president Alexander Lukashenko. Germany's foreign minister has called on the president to engage in dialogue and to, quote, face reality, saying he has to acknowledge the vast numbers of people on the streets. U.S. Republicans have formally nominated Donald Trump to run for a second term as president. Trump secured the nod in a roll call vote as the Republican National Convention got underway in Charlotte, North Carolina. This year's event is being scaled down due to the coronavirus pandemic. This is DW News from Berlin. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DW News, or you can visit our website, DW.com. From Euronews Voice, Global News at 11.14 p.m. yesterday. From BBC Minute at 2.27 p.m. today. This is a BBC Minute update. Maura and James. Doctors in Germany treating Russia's opposition leader, Alexei Navalny, say he was poisoned and the German leader wants a transparent Russian inquiry over it. Russian doctors, though, still insist they found no poison in him. Usain Bolt has posted a video following reports he's tested positive for COVID-19. It seems he is actually waiting for a test result and is self-isolating in the meantime. The former sprinter has faced criticism over a recent birthday party without much social distancing. Authorities in Belarus have continued arresting opposition figures to try and end protests. The country's been in crisis after a disputed election. The latest on that environmental disaster in the Indian Ocean, part of a Japanese ship that's leaked hundreds of tons of oil after running aground near Mauritius has now been sunk. And TikTok has confirmed that yes, it's going to court to contest President Trump's plan to ban it in America. The app has again denied that it poses a security threat. 2029. <laughs> From BBC News Summary at 2.06 p.m. today. 
I'm Stuart McIntosh with the BBC News. Hello. Chancellor Merkel has called on Russia to investigate a chemical attack on the opposition leader Alexei Navalny after the German clinic treating him said he'd been poisoned. She said the inquiry must identify and hold accountable those responsible. Doctors in Russia have insisted their tests on toxins proved negative. Earlier, a spokesman for Chancellor Merkel, Stefan Siebert, said Mr Navalny was being given extra security in hospital in Berlin. The suspicion isn't that Mr Navalny poisoned himself, but that someone poisoned Mr Navalny. Unfortunately, there are some examples of this in recent Russian history. So the world takes the suspicion very seriously. Security forces in Belarus have rounded up prominent opposition members in a bid to end protests and strikes against President Lukashenko's disputed re-election. They include two strike leaders and three members of the Coordination Council set up by the exiled figurehead Svetlana Tikhanovskaya to arrange a transition of power. One has been remanded in custody. President Trump has addressed the Republican National Convention after it nominated him as the party's candidate for the presidential election in November. To chance of four more years from the crowd in North Carolina, he spoke about his achievements in office and claimed his opponents would try to manipulate the vote. Our correspondent Anthony Zerka says Mr Trump will speak at the convention each night. The Republicans in the campaign say that he wants to paint an optimistic message during this week, that he wants to point to how good things were before the coronavirus pandemic hit and suggest that that is what is going to come back after the U.S. moves past the coronavirus. He wants to put these past few months kind of as an exception that will be smoothed over if he's elected to a second term. So he wants people to remember the good times and he says he's the one to bring it back. New York State Attorney General has taken legal action to force the Trump Organization to comply with its investigation into the company's financial dealings. Letitia James began looking at President Trump and his company last year for possible bank and insurance fraud after public testimony to Congress by his former lawyer, Michael Cohen. Mr. Trump has denounced the investigation as politically motivated. Neda Taufik reports from New York. The attorney general wants a judge to order the president's son, Eric Trump, to testify under oath. As executive vice president of the company, Letitia James argues he is intimately involved in one or more projects under review and responsible for thousands of documents wrongly withheld. He was scheduled for an interview last month, but abruptly canceled and now refuses to cooperate according to the office of the attorney general. In a statement, it said for months the Trump organization has stalled and instructed witnesses to refuse to answer questions in order to shield evidence. BBC News. At least 15 people are reported to have been killed by gunmen in southern Burundi. The fighting began on Sunday, forcing people to flee their homes. In a post on social media, a rebel group based in neighbouring Congo said it had carried out the attack. A senior government official said the violence was potentially linked to the imminent reparation of refugees who fled to Rwanda after fleeing violence in Burundi in 2015. Talks between West African mediators and the military men now running Mali have ended without a deal on how the country should return to civilian rule following last week's coup. The military said the final decision on any interim administration would be decided by Malians. The ECOWAS mediation team had insisted on ousted President Ibrahim Boubacar Keita being reinstated, but a military spokesman, Colonel Ismail Wagwe, said that that wouldn't happen. 
He made it clear that he has no intention of returning to power because the mediator asked him clearly, does he want to return? He said no, for him it's over. He never wants to return to power. He resigned voluntarily, without pressure. Firefighters in the South African city of Durban have put out a large fire that tore through a mosque and damaged other buildings. It's not clear what started the fire at the Grey Street Mosque, which is 139 years old. The chairman of the South African Muslim Network said the incident was thought to have been accidental and may have begun in one of the flats above the building. A Somali court has sentenced the Director General of the Ministry of Health to nine years in prison after finding him guilty of misappropriating funds meant for the fight against coronavirus. Abdullahi Hashi Ali was also fined $2,000. State Radio said several other officials were given prison terms. The longest was 18 years. BBC News. From Reuters TV. And then it will, the weather switches to, I mean, the news switches to Reuter. Um, you can on this little Google application from uh, that, that, that I call an artificial intelligence app, that you can uh, program it to uh, announce any or to use any news station that, that you want. Um, so it's handy. I love it. Um, probably get up for only $10 if you wanted to online. Um, so that's kind of basically uh, the basic news is what I call it. Um, all right. So uh, I did download some soccer scores. And uh, this is a new app. App again, once again. Um, it's a soccer score history. And um, trying to. Sometimes it takes a minute to find these. Uh, okay, on my phone. Well, it looks like I, I. What I did was I downloaded. Downloaded one on my phone, and then I downloaded one on my computer. I think the one on my computer should be a little bit better. Let me just uh, browse through this. And Live Score is the name of the um, app, if any of you are familiar with that. Live score. Uh, okay, so it does say that today being the 24th, um, we've got um, uh, the Netherlands. They have a, let's see, let me try to read this correctly so we don't get. Uh, um, I may have to, Netherlands, come back, uh, zero one, uh, who are they playing though, let's see, Belgium, and then, let's see, 
it's got the name of the soccer players, I think here. So let me uh, let me get this um, app kind of to the point where I can understand it a little bit easier. There's a little some things I got I've got to get to know on this uh, application. Let's see. It's got because it's got tables and I mean, it's a it's a home away total it's a pretty decent app i mean you can go back to you can go to cricket um i can tell you that uh you know this today there england pakistan played derbyshire and durham played this is cricket um so let me let me work on this a little bit, and so I won't be humming and hoeing so much when uh, bring it up next time. Okay, so that we'll uh, put up here for me to go through. Okay, all right. So uh, let's see. I'm. Don't let me check my emails. I don't have any emails yet from any of you. I just want to double check. I will put. I, I'm, I'm going to put the email, the website uh, of this podcast on and, and the names of these apps I just spoke about uh, on the description of the podcast. Uh, but if uh, you know all in all just send throw me an email it's the richard writer 40 email and uh i'll make sure i answer your question within the uh 12 hours so yeah let's uh okay so that we've been uh, let's 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 end there on, on today on this monday and hoping that wherever you are, you're going to have a, a great day or evening, um, wherever in the world you might be. Thank you for being a listener. And once again, I got my Zoom app open and a couple others. So give, give a Zoom a try if you have a minute to download it. I'll have it open for several more hours. Um and I'll put the app ID in the, I uh, gave you a code too. Let's do the password code. I'll put that on the description too. So thanks again, and you have a great day, and I will see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening.